0: Good morning. Welcome to the Finishing Well podcast, where we encourage seasoned believers to find meaningful ways to impact their world for the kingdom of God. I'm Randy Hess, and I'm with the founder of Finishing Well Ministries, Hal
1: Habaker. Good morning, Hal. Randy, it's great to be with you again this morning. I look forward to this session together. Well, in today's session, uh, Randy, I wanna go through what we have Called the six essentials for finishing well. Uh, We believe there are at least six things uh, that we've identified that really help us to live well and grow well and finish well. The first one is to grow. And as we go grow through these, you'll learn all the six. But I think the most essential and the foundational one is that we are all created to grow. God wired us that way. Uh, Let let me just a simple example. When children come into the world, every parent would want to see them grow. Nobody would want their child to stop at like, say, six months or one year or at whatever. The same thing with the natural world. You plant things to grow. God designs us to grow as persons. Uh, Would you agree with that, Randy?
0: I do. I I think that uh, it's part of the plan for us to continue to grow.
1: And, And even as we age, you know, it doesn't matter... Uh, you, You may be in an ambitious season if you're a younger person, listen to this, you grow as a young parent, learning how to grow your marriage, learning how to grow your family, you're a businessman or a woman excelling in a company, and you need to grow into the position to know how to do it well. And it's our thesis in Finishing Well Ministries that that never stops. You never stop growing as a person in your sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties. You never stop growing as a Christian. You never stop growing as a spouse. You never stop growing as a son or a daughter and growing and understanding where your parents are or your adult kids. You're always growing. That's our thesis. Wouldn't you agree? I do. And it
0: seems to to me how to um kind of go hand in hand with, uh, maturing. And as I mature, just the whole idea of match maturing and, and, um, maturity, what's the word I'm looking for? Here?
1: Maturation,
0: maturation, that in maturation, we value the kind of, um, uh, thinking, the kind of um, values that we learn through our aging years, through our life, actually. And uh, so we hope that we are maturing as we go through all parts of our life. But as we get to be seniors, we hope that we have also had some maturation along the way.
1: Well, it makes me think of the aging uh, person. You know, one of the things we associate with aging people is wisdom. You know, they have learned through lots of experiences in life. In fact, they have a whole catalog of experiences in their lives. And it's those learning experiences, failures, successes, all the things that go into life that makes wisdom a valuable asset as we age. So you never stop learning. You never stop growing in wisdom. Of course, that's the theme of the book of Proverbs, you know, always growing in wisdom. So as we excel in our years, we continue to grow. We continue to learn. We continue to gain wisdom in every facet of our lives, and we never stop.
0: I might have mentioned this to you once or twice, Hal, but... um... I have a little bit of a philosophy about my own life uh, in terms of the various periods of it. And, uh, and while the first two-thirds of it were used for other things, the last third has been kind of a growing in grace for me and understanding grace better. Um, so I've kind of laughingly referred to it as grace school. And um, I, I, I hope that I've learned some things along the way um uh, in in that school that have been able to be born out in other in other in the way I've treated other people and the way I've um, handled my life.
1: Uh Randy I appreciate that and you're you're reminding of growing in grace or grace school. I love that. I mean we're always in grade school learning are we not? We're always in grace school. Yep. It makes me think of 2 Peter 3:18 where Peter probably in his mid 60s, nearing the end of his life, you know, as you remember how Jesus prophesied how he would die. uh, He says, in fact, they're the last words of his second epistle. He says, but grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yep. So in your latter years, you know, we ought to be growing in grace and knowledge of Jesus and the wisdom that he gives in all of life, the spiritual maturity, it is if we're just discovering what grace is all about. And we continue to grow in grace every day as we have our mental faculties, as we can interact with people, learning what it means to be like Christ in every day, in every experience, in every relationship.
0: I just think it's related to some of you, some of the essentials we're going to be talking about, Hal, um, coming up, and and one of those is that uh, you you can more easily finish well uh, when you mentally get in a position to say uh, I'm ready to help somebody, um, and I want to help somebody in my heart. I I, I feel like there's more I can contribute. Whoever that somebody might be—family member, a friend, uh, somebody you met casually, somebody you met in church—part uh, yeah, we'll so talk- of it is getting up and getting ready for that in in your mind as to how I'm going to do that. How how will I reach out and how will I uh, try to make a difference for that person again? Whether it's a family member, a grandkid, a a son, a daughter, and. Part of that with me is learning how to show grace. Part of that is getting over, if you will, uh, any uh, negative feelings uh, that have developed in whatever context and getting past those feelings to say, you know what, that person still can use some friendship, can use some encouragement, can use some guidance, can use some, some stuff from me and uh and if I'm in a position where I feel I have some sort of um distance from that person, uh, some sort of misunderstanding, some sort of um, gap, some sort of grudge, uh, it's really hard for me then to reach out and so i'm j- I'm just saying how that I think grace school for me also means that you get in touch with what's holding you back from from being the person you really want to be as a senior uh, in God's plan. I
1: think it's great. Well, I want to come back to that in a little bit, Uh, talk about barriers that keep us from growing. By the way, you talked about the relationships that will be in our next session, connecting you know, we need to connect with other people. That's why we're growing. We don't just grow for our own advantage. Although that does, I mean, growing as a person really has its own reward, Mm -hmm. but you don't grow isolated from other people. So that's, we'll deal with that in our second. Yep. Let me take two other uh, biblical examples that are really helpful for me. You know, Paul in his epistle to uh, the Philippians, he writes from jail in Rome. He says this, not that I've already obtained growth <laughs> or have already become perfect, but I press on so that I may lay hold of that for which Christ laid hold of me. So I think Christ lays hold of us to continue to help us grow up into him in every way. It's called maturity. That's the body of Christ. That's mm-hmm. our ourselves. We were... Known by Jesus to be conformed to his image. So you and I are growing every day, hopefully in greater conformity to the image of Jesus.
0: Well, I think you you brought the point home that you can't even. Uh, I'm sorry, I overspoke there, but you you will find it much more difficult to finish your life. Well, uh, if you haven't grown to the point to recognize what God's plan is for
1: you. Well, and again, that's a point of wisdom and seeing how God uses all the experiences in our lives to keep growing. I mean, I see more of God's plan in my life at the age of where I am now than I did 20 years ago or 40 years ago or 60 years ago. I mean, the longer we live, the more we have a deepened perspective of how God wants to work in our lives and shape our lives. Now, just one other biblical example. You know, we we follow Christ as his disciples. He says, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. He wants to give us a whole new perspective in life. And I want to remind our listeners and myself that the word disciple means learner or grower. A disciple is is a noun form, is a learner. In its verb form, I am learning. So if I'm a disciple of Jesus, I am always learning. I am always growing. I never feel like I have arrived. And that's really one of the critical issues at aging in our purpose. Once you retire, are you and I continuing to learn and grow into what god has for us next as his disciples and you know, we are often limited by uh, understanding our value in terms of how we work in our career and how we're reimbursed in some way but the idea of learning and growing in jesus is not bad i don't get reimbursed financially for growing up spiritually <laughs> You know, but that's my vision in life. That's what Jesus sees when he sees me. He sees you and me and those whom we're related to as growing up into Christ and be full in the sense that he purposes us to be full of Jesus. Does that make sense?
0: Mm-hmm. It does. It does. But uh, again, I, I I appreciate this ministry uh, in the sense that it helps me understand that very factor right there that uh, for me it was a growth item how to get a hold of the idea that i'm not done and that god is welcome welcoming me to continue uh to further his kingdom and is uh in a sense cheering me on in that regard and and he wants me to continue that till he's ready to to blow the whistle, not when I'm ready to blow the whistle.
1: And It seems to me that's one of the reasons Finishing Well Ministries, you know, God has brought us into existence, We're really confronting the cultural norm that says when you're retired, you're finished. Yep. <laughs> no, you're not finished growing. You're not finished learning. You're not finished being and doing what God has put you here to do. You know, your yep. career, whatever it has been as a, as a homemaker as a physician as a family person whatever continues to grow in your 70s 80s 90s go, grows right up to the end of our lives
0: yeah well the culture tells us that we you know that we belong in a vault and we should be well kept there like some piece of jewelry or something uh, and and we we buy into that we we have bought into that lie i'm afraid uh, so as as a as a group of people and how many are there, Hal, of, of, of uh, senior Christians around the country, would you say?
1: I would say There's 15 to 20 million of us right now. Yeah,
0: yeah, that have bought into that. And uh, not because they're trying to uh, disregard anything or, or trying to uh, <clears throat> uh, be uh, established a separate path that they know more than the Lord does, but it's just that they simply don't see it. In front of them, and the culture tells them they don't need to.
1: Randy, in the minutes we have left here, uh, I want to go a different track. I want to talk about barriers on growth and learning. You know, studies have shown that adults generally slow down in their learning. You know, in, in the experience of life, people don't learn unless they're forced to, unless they have to. You take a new job and you have to learn new skills, you take a new position. God gives you kids. I mean, you you kids become adolescents, and you know every opera, every season of life is a change. But as we age, one of the barriers is that we stop growing, we stop learning. W- w- why do you think that is? And as you think about that, I think of the movie that was made back at the end of uh, the 90s, wasn't it? Uh, Grumpy Old Men by Jack yeah. Lemon and Walter yeah. Matthau. Yes. You know, why funny, is buddy. it that yeah. people get grumpy why do we stop growing what are the barriers that come to your mind i think
0: grumpiness goes with it hal with this uh <sighs> with the cultural if you will uh guidance about how to age uh because i my own assumption about it is that people uh buy into the lie a little bit which is sit around enjoy yourself. Uh, watch tv play cards play golf um if you can still do that uh if you can't still do that just sit around and watch tv uh enjoy yourself and 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 uh sit back in your chair and uh that occasionally have uh, a grandkid or someone come to you and say hello is all you need uh and and You get grumpy about that because your life is meaningless sitting there thinking about maybe an ailment you have or thinking about what you no longer are able to do. And I just, my hunch is that that's a message. (laughs) If you're starting to feel that grumpiness, that's a message from the Lord saying to you, hey, wake up you're still able to grow. You're still able to influence other people. You're still able to actually listen to somebody and make a difference in their life because you have so much wisdom. You have gained. You have grown in your earlier life, and you have, you have piled on some good knowledge. So in this part of our life, let's call it the fourth quarter of our life, we can begin to utilize that.
1: And we should. And and we can keep growing ourselves and just you grow in terms of understanding your world, your family, your grandkids, your adult kids, your relationships, even in COVID 19, the world in which we're living now. I mean, how much does God want us to grow in our understanding of what's going on around us and how he wants to use us in this whole process? I think it's absolutely critical.
0: Yeah. And so growth means. Not necessarily going back to the university to study, or to any school other than the Lord's School. It's just, I think, growth. Uh, tell me if I'm wrong, Hal. Is is about what you just said—that we continue to grow in understanding, uh, understanding people, understanding people around us, understanding our own people and friends and relatives better and looking for ways to help lift them up and help get them encouraged.
1: I have two illustrations I want to use in closing this. And then, Randy, I'm going to ask you uh, to kind of finalize your own understanding of growth. You know, as Christians, we follow Jesus. And the greatest example of him is in Luke 2.52, where he increased in wisdom and stature. I mean, you grow to a certain physical reality. But he increased in wisdom and stature in favor with God and man. That never changes. So if I want to be like Jesus, I want to grow just like he did. I want to grow in favor with God. What how does God see what I'm growing? How I'm growing, how I'm growing in my marriage, how I'm growing as a man of God, how I'm growing into conformity with Christ, how I'm growing with respect to parenting adult kids and or grandkids. Or growing in my relationships as we'll talk more. And then the other illustration I would give: imagine a growth chart in your mind. You know, one of the axis is age, and the other axis is an area of growth. So graph yourself. Where are how are you growing as a Christian? How are you growing as a spouse? How are you growing as a friend? How are you growing as a grandfather? How are you growing as a parent of adult kids? You know, our physical growth will ascend up to age 30, 31, 32, somewhere there, and then it begins to decline. My prayer would be that our growth chart, spiritually or socially, or in any of the areas in which God has called us to grow, would not diminish with our age, but would keep its upward trend as long as we live. To continue our growth. Does that make sense? And what Amen would you add that. as we finish this?
0: Amen on that. That's perfect, Al. This, I think many assume that because they're aging, they're growing. Because they're aging, they're maturing.
1: And um, so if I'm 60, um, I'm pretty mature. If I'm
0: 70, I'm even more mature. If I'm 80, wow, I'm really maturing. But we both know that that is actually not true. Uh, it's, not necess- it's not necessarily happening. That we have to actually begin to pay attention to the plan that the Lord has for us. And understand that there's ways to actively get involved in, in, in maturing and helping other people. Uh, and not passively doing it.
1: Well, I've I've loved this discussion, Randy, and I hope it sparks some interest in those of you who are listening to just think about your own growth and where you're at and how you can, how God wants you to continue to grow. Thanks for being with us today to think about growth. I hope we've encouraged you to keep growing in your life in every way, in your spiritual life in your relationships, and all God has wired you to do and be in this life. You can find these podcasts at finishingwellministries.org forward slash podcast. Share them with your friends as they've helped you grow. Share them and let's keep helping each other grow. Thanks for being with us and God bless you in every way.